Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com. Feeling sluggish? 
Grab a Cardomax Energy Intensifier right now at Cardomax.com. Owned and operated by former Navy SEAL Sean Matson, Cardomax is exactly the energy drink you are missing in your body. Go to Cardomax.com, use the promo code NOONERS for 30% off your next four orders. That's Cardomax.com, helping you achieve your max, Jabes. Is it is it my voice? Uh, yeah, it's kind of got a brown note to it. Ah, <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. Brown notes. What's uh, what's a brown note exactly? Uh, what do we name the episode? Oh, Havana syndrome. Come on, it's the Havana syndrome. Yeah, is that they're calling it the brown note. It's not what they're calling it. It's actually what it is. Ah. So it's that frequency of sound yeah. that yeah. that is yeah. like yeah. Yeah. doing yeah. whatever it's doing. Is it? Allegedly. Allegedly. It feels like Lyme disease a little bit, doesn't it? <sighs> You're like, do you have it? I don't know. I don't know. We talked about this a few years ago on the show when this first happened in uh, Cuba. Mm. It's for all my Spanish friends out there. You're welcome for that uh, <sighs> proper pronunciation, Cuba, uh, that I just gave you. Um, but in uh, Cuba, our, uh, our embassy members in there, yeah, they heard a sound. Or they didn't hear a sound. It just went into their mind. That's the weird part about this. Is oh, this that's real a question. Yeah. Real? Do they hear it? The, no. no. They, they just, just start experiencing the symptoms. Nausea, like a dog you whistle. throw up. Uh, okay. And then I think you have an all sixer. Is that what you call it? The sixer? Oh, you go number six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, are you going yeah, one or two? Uh, six. Full six. Yeah. Full sixer on this one. Yeah. And the guys do a seven. Yeah. What's the, se- what's the seventh one? They come. Uh, okay, cool. But you, but the women don't have a seven period blood they is one of them. No, that's still a six. Okay. Both sexes can bleed. Got it. From different places. Sure. So that we add in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. guys can come. Girls can do the Milwaukee milkshake. So they also have a breast milk component that you guys don't. Got it. Got it. Got so it. technically, everyone can do a seven, but just unless you're lactating do you know what i mean it's right. girls are six guys are seven you don't think you can just lactate later on in life you know you if, can but you have to keep it going if the if the but if a, a weird moment or a sound like this hits you weird right if you got the havana syndrome and, and breast milk shot out of your body would you be shocked by that yeah oh you would okay yeah okay yeah all right yeah i don't know and that's why i'm asking yeah so you're welcome for that. What do you know about the Havana syndrome? <laughs> here's, here's what I know. I think, I 100% think this is real. There's been a lot of debate over the years of whether or not this is real. And uh, you can have these sonic sounds that would cause you to experience this type of thing. Some people claim that this is a conspiracy. Some people claim that it's real. Those people, because they were interviewed on, I think, 60 Minutes. Um, they were super fucked up. And a couple of them are still fucked up to this day from the the Havana incident, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this one involved the vice president going over to, uh, she was in Singapore, headed over to Vietnam, um, over to Hanoi. I 100% think that this is a real thing, and I think it's, I think it's the next wave of technology. If we can do it for dogs, why couldn't we do this for humans? Um, I think it's actually proven that they do do it. It has not been proven yet. So like, that's the whole thing behind this. So even with this, with this incident, uh, they're not even calling it by the Havana syndrome or whatever. 
All the statement says is this, and I'll read it word for word here. Early this evening, the vice president's traveling delegation was delayed from departing Singapore because the vice president's office was made aware of a report of a recent possible anomalous health incidents in Hanoi, Vietnam. After careful assessments, the decision was made to continue with the vice president's trip. The delegation will leave Singapore tonight and arrive in, uh, in Hanoi, Vietnam. So they're not naming any of this by name or anything else. This is pure speculation at this point. This has been a leak of some sort that just says the reason why isn't because of COVID. Because when you read this statement word for word, this sounds like a COVID sitch to me where it was like, all right, somebody may or may not have had COVID. When you're using the exact phrase of health incident in today's world, that means COVID, not brown sound. Mm-hmm. A brown note or whatever the fuck yeah. it is, right? Like Brown Sound is my podcast. So Brown Sounds, yeah. Um, brown Sounds is gonna be your podcast. But that's what gives me hesitation of this of like, oh, all right, well, are we ever gonna say that this is a real thing or are we not gonna say that this is a real thing? Because this is going to be a bit, this might be a heavy conspiracy episode, and I don't really do conspiracies. This yeah. one, though, I actually happen to believe in, and I think this is real. Um, now, obviously, when this happened in Havana, Cuba, Jesse, I, Gu- I know Cuba, um, where it is, <laughs> they denied it. The government denied it. And uh, uh, they were saying it was coming from Russia and that this this had originated in Russia by using these sound frequencies to do this type of shit to people, whatever. Right. Uh, they've everyone has denied this so far, which obviously makes me think it, that it's real. Sure. Um, and I. I think it's a smart, I think it's a smart and effective way to paralyze people and not fucking get into an all out war. What what shocks me, I guess, is why this isn't happening more on like battlefields and shit. So for instance, poor a hemp play, Jabes, mm-hmm. with, with what's going on in Afghanistan now, like if you gave all of our troops and some citizens some earplugs or whatever the fuck it was that could prevent this, mm-hmm. couldn't you just nuke the other side with these sound waves? And then be done with it is a more effective way of war or let's say riots, for example. I mean, instead of using knee knockers, a.k.a. rubber bullets. Would you ever deploy this and be like, well, I'm just going to play this sound really loud through the fucking thing. All of our police officers and, and you know, all everybody in, in riot gear is already prepared for this. They've got their headphones on. Fuck this. There are acoustic weapons that they use on, in crowd control and stuff. Uh, what are they? Uh, I just Googled it. They're basically like sound cannons. Okay. And they deliver loud sounds over long distances. It's used for crowd control and, and like it's just painful noise. It's, so this is something you would hear. You would actually hear and it would drop you. Got Whereas it, got it. This one what you're, you're saying, not hearing, yeah. Right. So in the video game-like scenario that you're describing, yep. um, it wouldn't happen right away. So it's not like they – do you know what I mean? It looks like they develop this these symptoms – after it happens, okay. right? So it's like pressure in their head. Uh, sounds like a swarm so, of cicadas. They suffer from nausea, nausea, fatigue, and have trouble remembering things. So, and ear pain. So, like, look, that doesn't drop somebody. That's like not like a. Well, look, as breaking news right now, they're saying uh, at least two U.S. diplomats have been medevaced out of Vietnam. So, right. If you're medevaced out of there, right. How is that not instant? I guess. Um, I think it probably got to a point, right? So, uh, 
The interesting part of this so that they, I want to point out. They complain of ear pain and hearing loss, and then later brain scans reveal tissue damage. So it's like it's a it's it's a long it's a long game situation. It's Yeesh. like a it's stealth warfare situation. I don't think it's anything that would be deployed to uh, in lieu of like rubber bullets or something that's going to be instant. Right? This is like trolling almost <laughs> because it's one of those things that like kind of happens and it happens to a bunch of people and then you're like this is awful Haha. awful right if but i it's had not this i would lose my fucking 100 percent, but it would be like a slow progression you know what i'm saying Ish. I, they, which is even worse because then you can't pinpoint when exactly it happened there's right? another guy on here and mark zade uh attorney handling cases for national security security clearances blah 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 um, fuck you, Mark. I don't even know who this is. I just don't like him. Um, but he's saying an AHI or UHI unexplained health incident is what these incidents are properly termed. Havana syndrome is an inaccurate made up term made up by the media, which prefers to name things. Please don't use it. Um, these events date back decades in many locations. Havana, Havana was simply one series of it. Sorry, Mark. That's kind of what happens. All right. If it happens in one place, and that's what the most public place is, it's what the fucking name is, you know? Fucking yellow fever and all that other bullshit, like, dude, that's where it came from. Sorry. Nobody fucking cares on that one, my man. Uh, it's whatever the most famous is. What? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I just saw some breaking news. Oh, uh, what is it? Say it. Do you want me to say Aloud, it? Aloud, yes. Charlie Watts. Is dead? From the Rolling Stones? Yes. I'm sorry. Fuck. For real? Yeah. They were saying it in the in the chat, and I, you guys have gotten me before, so I had to look it up myself. God damn it, man. Shit. That sucks. I'm sorry. Would you want me to say it or not say it? Yeah, I didn't have YouTube on, uh, so I didn't see it. Would you want me to say it or not say it? Fuck, dude. 80 years old. Um, he uh, was just replaced, actually, on this tour. Um, he was? About two weeks ago. Yeah. So um, you kind of knew you weren't going to see him yes. anyways this time? Okay. Well, they, they had made an announcement that okay. he was being replaced. Uh, the backup drummer had said it is an honor stepping in for Charlie momentarily while he gets over uh, this health scare. He was in the hospital, and then he was out of the hospital, and they made it seem like he was fine. This was literally like two weeks ago. Fuck me, dude. It begins. Man, that sucks. You know what's fucking crazy is Keith Son is still bitch, alive. Dude. I, yeah, Keith's going to outlive all of us, but like Charlie... Keith is was, still alive, Charlie right? was the one that, that was never going to die, like... Oh, and he was like the most healthy. He, he was, was like healthy. He was a gardener, like vegan, probably. And when they weren't touring, all he did was like stay at home and tend the garden yeah. with his wife. And yeah, that's why he died. Exactly. <laughs> it's because he's not being preserved by cocaine. Right. God damn it. Or man. pickled by right. alcohol. Yes. Well, that's a real fucking kick in the dick right now. Son of a bitch. Uh, the Stones are obviously my favorite band of all time, so uh, that's that's shocking. I, we literally have tickets to see them two months. You were going to see it eventually in the YouTube. Was I? I didn't have it Everyone on. Everyone was on. saying On the it. one day that I don't have it on my computer. Um, yeah. Fuck. 
Man, that sucks, dude. Uh, but like, you did he's know. 80. Look, but he's you 80. knew it was. He's 80. I, I am. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what I mean? I know. It's going to happen to all of us eventually. No, it's going to be Mick and Keith at the end. And oh. Ringo and Ringo Starr are going to be the only ones left. Let's go ahead and have a drink here. Uh... <laughs> all right. What do we got there, Bob? What do we got in the old fridge? I apologize for making you get up. That's fine. Uh, At least you don't much, have to look up anything. Pretty much everything. Well, uh, you pretty much, pretty much everything. There's beer. God damn I mean, it, you, man. If you want some fucking whiskey, we got the uh, Long Branch. <laughs> uh, that's not in the fridge, obviously. There's tequila. Uh, bring out a shot. Bring out the Long Branch for uh, for Charlie Watts. Uh, Fuck. He, he wants the Long Branch, Georgia. Damn it, dude. I don't have to cool it. I'll drink it warm. Oh, um, boy. Just bring me a Dixie cup. I'm, go- I'm not a fucking picky dude. I don't give a shit. God damn it, man. <laughs> the one thing about doing these live shows, you know, if you do, if you do get caught, it's rare out of, what, 2,000 fucking shows you're caught by surprise on something. Right. Like, even the insurrection, I was like, eh, it's bound to eventually happen. It's bound to, bound to happen right, eventually. Right. Um, with this, though, I was like, ah, oh, these guys will live forever. But, I mean. No, I know. They're not going uh, I, here's to. Why, so here's why it's shocking. All right, so we're just finding this out, obviously. No lie, we have tickets on the 20th. Right. We were just at, uh, there it is. Oh, Thank my. You. Oh, is this in a drink of our sports class, too? Perfect. Charlie. To Charlie. Just keeping the time, dude. All those years, keeping the fucking time for those assholes. Sorry, Charlie, but if you if you drank a little bit more. Damn it, man. Yeah. You might still be here yeah, with us. I, you hey, know what I mean? Hey, it's dude. like. Shit. I think there is, so there is actually a thing where, you know, it's like uh, we talk about, like, COVID killing overweight people and stuff like that. Yeah. There does get to a point in old age where it's actually better for you to be overweight than thin. You actually cross a threshold where your life expectancy it's true. increases. It's actually true. They say... Really? Uh, yeah, so I... I've, if you aren't your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yes. With, uh, no, with, that's true. With uh, Dr. Frank, uh, I actually had this conversation. He said every decade of your life you should almost put on somewhere close to 10 pounds oh good um, as you get older so doing great then yeah we'll pass past 40 (laughs) i think this goes with past 40 it goes with drugs too like he should have been doing heroin and he wasn't yeah or okay let's talk about this yeah so if you are healthy in the in the years where you know you need to be whatever to kind of gain put the years in the bank if you will and then when you get to a certain point, like, yes, you should be drinking fucking martinis. You should be, I mean, fucking smoke if you want to, right? Like, not really, but at a certain point, like, I don't think there's anything you can do at, if you start then to accelerate, right? You've already gotten through your body's, like, as strong as it's going to be. Do whatever you couldn't do back in the day. I think. Yeah, and the band's 58 years. He's never missed one tour. Like, never. He even had throat cancer back in, I think it was 04. He had throat cancer, and then he, was, he was battling that for like two years, and then he immediately went back on tour. He's never missed. So when I got that message that he was going to miss, I was like, oh, shit. But I was like, oh, he is 80. Um, he is 80. Yeah, and then the statement, that's right, dude. It said... Uh, for once, my timing has been a little off. Fucking A, dude. Nuh-uh. Yeah. He just said it two weeks ago. For once, my timing's been a little off. Brilliant. Oh, my Put it God. on your fucking tombstone. That's great. Fuck, man. 
All right. Well, well, it's the world. That's the world, and we have to hear fucking dickhead Fauci on the goddamn news spewing his bullshit. Um, why yeah. couldn't they take him? He's fucking eighty. God damn it! I'd happily hook that guy up to the back of my fucking pickup for my twenty-four mile drive to work down a backcountry road, so we can just get every last bump on that fucking guy. Country Tombstone road. time, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, John take Denver me Blair. Home, yeah. Take me home, yeah. <laughs> West Virginia Mountain Road. Fuck you. I like. Uh, instead, you want to take Charlie? Can't take Fauci. There's no God. You know? <laughs> no, there isn't. Yeah, and this is a fun um, episode that we're kind of sliding back into. No, it's going to get dark. Let's put that emo makeup back on. Yeah. Figure out where this is. We need more blood. Yeah. We're sliding back into our, well, I am sliding back into my COVID depression a little bit. <laughs> when I woke up this morning and, you know, it's all the, it's the same thing that it always is. They're talking about, you know, FDA approving the vaccination. Um but kids in school but they did the carnival cruise story and i go this feels so fucking deja vu so gammy gampy had to fucking cruise they had to go on a cruise a little bit soon fine there's one leaving out of galveston texas hun let's go right uh so uh, a bunch of people got covid on this carnival cruise somebody died uh, 77-year-old cruising mm-hmm. gal. Yep. Right? Yep. Cruising the seas. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Couldn't wait. Nah. Couldn't wait. Nah, I can't wait. Something like that. You know, I'm sorry that I go to a restaurant sometimes, but I'm not on a fucking cruise ship. Yeah. 96% of the people were vaccinated. Now, I think like 30 people or whatever had COVID. And... Gamma died. You know what I mean? Gams, gam, gams died. Gam, gam died. Yeah. Um, and Carnival Cruise put out a statement that was like, she definitely did not get COVID on the ship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, from everything I've heard about COVID, <laughs> you don't fucking know where she got it, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's people on the boat that have it, right? So I know you're trying to cover your ass for any lawsuits or whatever, but. You know, and then they talked to this younger girl, like interviewed a younger girl that was on there. And she was like, yeah, once they told us what was going on, we just were like, oh, okay," And we started wearing our masks more. Yeah. Life, right? Yep. yep. Not going to do anything. That's life. Oh, yeah. Some lady died, but I guess I'll just wear my mask more. I don't know. That's the whole COVID sitch. Um, We were talking about before we got in here today. We're hiring a, a, a person with RSLE. Um, a nurse that, uh, uh, possibly, I, possibly, possibly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, nurse that I, we worked with, I, I haven't seen her face. I haven't seen this, this human's face. Mm-hmm. I actually asked one of her friends, I was like, Hey, can you send a picture of this person? All I saw was a ponytail and a mask for a year and a half. Like, I don't even know what people look like. You and asked this, her friend to send you a picture of her. Well, there was a, the first person that I was asked for, for the job. She was like, Hey, the content's a little aggressive. And I, oh. I agree. Yes. She goes, look, you guys are hilarious and everything else, but, uh, you know, start having porn stars on and everything else. People get a little shy from that. Sure. So this other person wants this, would be rad for this. I was like, great. They're like, do you remember? I was like, no, everybody's wearing a goddamn mask. It's like, send a picture of her. Mistake. You don't know what anybody really looks like. 
you get caught in that fucking world where you're like, all right, great. Send her over to somebody else and we'll figure it out. Right. Mm -hmm. We'll go from there. Mm -hmm. That's why I get pissed off with the kid thing, by the way, not to, since we're going to go off today, let's really fucking go off today. Uh, with the mask on with, with children wearing masks as well. Like if you really think about it, cause I know our friends in North Carolina are going through this. Um, there was an entire year where our son didn't even know what his classmates looked like. Right. Didn't know what their faces looked like. Had no idea. Mm -hmm. Imagine doing that again for a second year in a row at that age. Right. You don't know what anybody looks like. Around Austin with this shit now, there's still people I don't know what they fucking look like. Right. Um, But we're adults and it's just like, all right, cool. We'll figure it the fuck out. We've made some jokes about it um before where it's like well some people look a lot different without that goddamn mask on right um but with kids that's a whole different story because they're not thinking about that as little kids Mm -hmm. that's why i'm so fucking fierce about that with children um and i had a friend of mine say to me it was like our grandparents fought in world war ii forever or whatever it was and you you know you're gonna be mad a little about a little piece of cloth around your child's face Yes, because you're just walking around not knowing what the fuck they look like, sound like, or actually talk like the entire time, right? Right. Some kid's got a fucking lisp. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the fucking mask and he's trying to lick his, lick his little fucking face through? Or does he actually have a fucking lisp that you need to work on? What is it? I haven't heard any uh, many cases about that, but yeah. Yeah. Someone trying to lick through their masks so they sound like they have a lisp. Not that, but like it gets stuck to your face. It's sweaty. Sure. It's 100 goddamn eight degrees here today. Sure. Um, that rolling around in that thing in this type of heat, fuck off. Um, so that's why I'm so adamant about kids with it. You know, as an adult, you realize this is all dumb shit. And you're like, all right, great. I might you not know what do... that other person looks like. Right. But if they're doing their job. Congratulations, and I don't really have to fucking see them or whatever. But as a kid, it's different. You're trying to socialize, uh, and some people you're spotting by faces and everything else. I'm already terrible at names. And now, probably, you always say my facial recognition is not great either. No. Imagine now, Jesse. Yeah, send some pics of what you really fucking look like, because I have no goddamn idea. And even then, everybody's sending their best shit, or you're like, eh, what do you really look like? What's the story? Like with Giorgio. Giorgio, how many of those fucking people that you swipe on Tinder look like that in real life? Probably four. Yeah, hardly any of them, Ross, to be honest. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty disappointing, uh, especially uh, the older ladies of the evening that I frequent sometimes. Right. Yeah. I did meet my current girlfriend on Tinder. So, uh, oh, you did? How current? Long, how long has that been going on? Girlfriend? Yes. How long has that been going on? Three and a half weeks. Okay. All right. Current yeah. girlfriend, yeah. three and a half weeks. Look at that. Giorgio. I just feel like I don't know anybody yeah. anymore. Yeah. Congratulations, Giorgio. Have you guys met her? Delco, have you met her? No, he hasn't met her. Oh, he doesn't. Delco doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. Uh, has any of your other friends okay. met her? He was playing golf on Sunday in 108 degree heat. She came to watch me do comedy at Native Hostel one night, uh, which was pretty fun. Huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good for you. She hasn't seen the studio yet, but uh, I look forward to that day. Age? Bring her to the Jake Paul fight on Sunday night. 29. Hmm. All right. That's, that's in line with you. I mean, look, in line with your age, at least. You, typically, you date 30 years older, so. Yeah. It's a little bit of a surprise. but In Terrasant. Yeah. Move from Los Angeles, pixie cut, about 100 pounds. Uh, 
<laughs> back to his old ways. Those old ladies weren't working for you, huh? You had to go back to the little crack. Are you bringing her for the fight Sunday night? You want to, James? You want to come watch the Jake Paul fight Sunday night? We're doing a live show. If what is in, it, Sunday? Yeah. If she's in town, uh, yeah, she might be in Los Angeles uh, for a retreat, a work retreat. Okay, a work retreat? For a work retreat? They, they don't do that in Los Giorgio. Angeles. I can't. Uh, she's a, she runs a holistic healing practice. Shut up. Now you're uh, fucking trolling uh, me, dude. Really <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. By the way, if there was ever a pair making love where you couldn't tell where one body ends and the other begins. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> Giorgio and a pixie cut chick. Oh, uh, yes. Does she have a pixie Blonde cut? Blonde, too? Uh, she was blonde for a while, but now it's maroon. Ah, look at that. Maroon five. Maroon five. She's a 29-year-old um, with maroon hair. Yeah. Tarot I love it. Reader. You Bring what? Her in. That, that old. What? She's a tarot. She's a fucking tarot card reader. Is that real, dude? No, he's fucking with uh, me. Okay. Now he's really fucking not. with me. Giorgio? Are you serious? Get off the mic. Tell her to bring the Get tarot the cards mic. for the Jake Paul fight. One of those undercards is going to suck. We'll have her read them live on air. Holy, holy holistic. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. We'll, have her, we'll have her read those live on air Sunday night. Is she serious? Okay, I can't ask him any more questions because he doesn't have a fucking mic next to him. I don't like to make him get up. Yeah. Like I said a million I mean, times. I guess, I guess I could just do this. Huh? There you go. Yeah. He likes yeah. to make it real dramatic where he like comes back from the curtain. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm going on the mic now. I have a flair for the dramatic. You really do. You really do. You really do. Bring the tarot cards. Yeah. Come to the, you want to watch the Jake Paul fight Sunday night? If tarot card is coming, yeah. I've got to fucking be there. I'll ask her if she's in town. I'll, I'll try and bring her. Jesse's a water sign. Yep. See what I'm a Pisces moon and a Leo rising. (laughs) She may ask you that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I do want to know because Ross and I are both Pisces. And we're uh, anti-astrology. No. Yes. I'm just wanting to know. I hate it. Do you like it? What he really is. We're all Pisces, you guys. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah. You guys. I just want to know what you really are because you're fucking not a Pisces. That's why all of this is so fucking dumb, dude. But you might have a different rising or something, yeah. right? Yeah, your rising mm-hmm. or moon sign could be different. Yeah, time of time of day that you were born, all mm-hmm. that, you know? 7.01 a.m. In what houses you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I was born. Oh, dead, dead serious. My mom calls me and says it's 7.01. You were born. So... Ross okay. gives me hella Leo energy. Right? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. And Jagger's a Leo. I don't oh, even know what that means. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So they really bought heads. That's right. Let Ross know in the comments what that means. Well, and by the way, that's how much I love the Rolling Stones. My fucking kid's name is Jagger. Um, so. Good thing it wasn't Watts. <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. Come on. He, he wants to joke. He wants us to joke about it. If you would have played the rim shot after that, then that would have really fucking sent it off, you know? I mean, that's not my job, but. No, but I know. That's, okay. It would have been a little too on the nose for a drummer dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for know? sure. Um, the way that you feel about porn stars dying is the way I feel about drummers dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I hear a drummer die, mm, yeah, you really lost. You've dated my type. so many, yeah, yeah. No, it's just that, like, the, it's just, it's the one, it's the one that you shouldn't go for. Yeah, it's the advice I give to girls all the time. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Because you gonna, dated them. Look, it's fine. I don't give a shit, Jesse. Yeah, I, I a don't. Fucking give, drummer, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've dated a couple. Yeah. yeah. So I've done research in the field, if you will. Yeah, you, you have a type. I have a type. Yeah. Had a type. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I'm nowhere close to a goddamn drummer. No, I didn't. I didn't. Huh? 
I didn't have a type. You've dated all different kinds of I, people. Yeah, for, for real. There's I, no, I like, really there's have a, no type. There's like, a thing. I'm sure I'm sure we both have a type. It's just not like looks-wise or whatever. It's just like a thing, right, that you go for, whether it's personality-wise or whatever, whatever. So, yes, we both have types. They're just not looks-wise or jobs-wise or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Right? I guess. Ross I is the Anthony Bourdain of women. Probably. Just sampled all the flavors. Just, I've, I'll, I, I enjoy a Malbec, but I also enjoy a Chardonnay. Look, I like an emotionally unavailable asshole, okay? Most of the time, they're drummers. Sometimes, they're podcast hosts. Do you know what I'm right. saying? Like, <laughs> I have a type. It's just sometimes the, you know, what they do is different. Yeah. My thing is this. Don't release a fucking statement. If if the guy's not going to live, like don't f- don't give us the head fake like that. Do you think that they knew he was going to die? Yes. And they fucked with you. Yep. Okay, I don't like that either. Um, because he said he was in the hospital, so you fucking. Do knew. you think they were easing you into it? That did not. Because that they was knew very he... jarring, Jesse. Yeah, but they you knew he was in the hospital. You knew he was replaced for the tour. It's kind of like Gamma and Gampa, or no, no. you know, not going to come to Christmas this year, right? And you can kind of like get used to. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And this, by the way, you always get on me of like, hey, dude, why do you want to see them every year? Because I'm like, they're not going to be alive. No, I don't. I just, I fuck with you. Guess who saw Charlie on his last tour? I did too. Yeah. Because I. Made me. Yeah. Because I was like, you say goodbye because we don't know if we're going to see them again. (laughs) You did. I did. Remember? You were like. Wave. Wave to them. He like, he like held my neck. My neck from the back. Yep. Kind of thing. And like made me like look up at the stage and he was like you say goodbye to them yeah, and i was like yeah. i just want to listen to the song you know and you're like say goodbye that's why i held up my phone and havana syndrome you because i got that yeah. it's a sweet <laughs> track that's going to be on apple <laughs> itunes it's actually on kanye's new album donda it's never dropping but uh right havana, brown havana note. syndrome at the end of it that's just the the last part the brown note just yeah crazy. oh and then sixes and sevens yeah, everywhere. sixes and sevens everywhere and you just fucking dump out shit out piss out breast mm-hmm. milk out uh maybe that's it if, if, what if that is it so he's playing speaking of which uh he's playing another live event uh thursday nights in chicago um look I don't know if I said this on this or the, actually the Patreon episode for Ross Patterson and Cirque, but I'll say it here right now. The, the first listen of that Kanye album was dog shit. And I, I, I watched the listening thing on Apple, mm-hmm. uh, broke every record for their live stream. They had 3.2 million people. He didn't release the album. Uh, two weeks later, he popped up and was like, I'm doing another one in Atlanta and we're going to do this and uh, do the thing. And I had it on in the background, sent an emails, didn't really think about life because uh, it was late. You were sleeping. He was an hour and a half late. Not that it's a huge shock. Right. Um, and it was a totally different album. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, the first album I hated was only one song that I liked. And I was like, fucking. I said on Twitter, and I deleted it later after the second one, just in case people bring it up. And they're like, fuck you. That was a masterpiece. I was like, I heard the first one, bitch. And then I could explain myself. Sure. But I did say on that first one, I go, that was an hour of just mid. And then the Jay-Z song at the end was great. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, fuck this. Uh, but I'll listen to the second one. I don't know why. Left it on. 
it was unbelievable. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, he's back. Please drop the album, he's back. <laughs> All these songs are different. I've never heard anything like this. I mean, this shit sounded like it was in the fucking future and I was amped about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so with this one, there's still no album after that. And I was like, motherfucker, are you still tinker? That was the one, drop that one. That was the one, let's go. And I told you, I was like, I don't know what he's going to do because the first 10 tracks that I heard off the first one didn't match the other fucking 10. And I go, unless he releases a 25 song album, I don't know what to think of what's going on. iTunes pops up 25 tracks for the pre-release. And I was like, oh shit, maybe he really is just dropping a double album saying, fuck you. Here's yeah. all of it. And then you decipher what you want and what you don't want. Then he pops up and says, all right, great. I'm doing a thing in Chicago. Now, this morning, they've got pictures from inside Soldier Field. Um, there is an infamous story that uh, the shitty little house he grew up in uh, with his mom and all that stuff in Chicago, he purchased. Um, yes. So, Bob, if you can pull that house up online, um, we'll pop it up on screen here. Uh, this is actually going to fit into what's going to go down on Thursday night uh, inside um, the so yeah, it's Soldier Field. That's right. They, they didn't get a new field there. They will never get a new field. Uh, yeah, put that on screen. They don't need a new field. That's they just renovated. It. I hate. I hate that stadium. I love Soldier Field. I hate it <laughs> so much. You're so far back from the action. You know who else? You know who we saw there, Bob. Rolling Stones. Remember that show? Okay, so this is. I do wait. Is that yes? So this was Kanye's childhood home. Okay. Uh huh. Um, he years later went back and just bought it for right. like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, just so he owns it. Um, okay. A lot of people don't. Like Michael Jordan, those guys. Like Michael Jordan lives is from Wilmington, North Carolina. There's some other woman who lives there, and then our friends went and visited well, when they were in town. Well, a bunch of people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To and go. he. He did something, though, for that family. He gives family. her money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we heard is he gives her money to take care of it and look after it or whatever. Because I don't know. so many people come through right. for the inconvenience or whatever, he pays them Correct. a certain amount, which is awesome. Awesome. And I don't know what Kanye is doing with this or who's watching this house. However, the leaked photos from inside Soldier Field right now, they are recreating this house at the 50-yard line. And <laughs> he's either going to be inside of it on the front porch of it, uh, maybe cameras throughout the house. I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is this. I love every second of this now. Sure. I'm all in on the Kanye comeback after hearing that last album. I don't give a baker's fuck what you think about this shit. I've now crossed over into a different realm of all of this, where if you're using the world essentially as your sound stage because i don't know if this is going to be televised on apple or not again i would imagine yes because of the ratings just keep going up and up and up um and it's actually making people watch bullshit on apple tv um which is still not our fave um with that if he does this and it goes on apple tv one yes i'm going to watch it two if you're taking notes from the world essentially on your albums of like hey this is shitty I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, and then going back in and changing the album and then giving people the masterpiece that they wanted. Is that a new way to look at albums for the future now? Because to my knowledge, I don't know anyone who's just gone out to the world and said, what do you think of this? Is this I shitty? I don't like that. Really? No. I don't mind it. Trying to please everyone, to me, mm -hmm. makes you boring. Like, I want people... To, yeah, 
Like, if people don't like your shit, if some people don't like it and some people fucking love it, I feel like you're on the right track. If everyone loves it, it's got to be boring. It's got to be, you know what I mean? Washed. Like, right? I, I don't know. You want it to be do like... Do you ever have your favorite band who put out a shitty album and then you're just like, man, why did you do that? You fucked me. I, I genuinely feel as a fan like you fucked me. That's why I take these books so seriously. I don't want to fuck over the audience. And like, I don't ever want bad feedback of like, hey, dude, I love this character and I love this shit. Do better. Do fucking better. That's, it, it means a lot to me, for real. With, Just, with this, with a band or something like that, when they put out a shitty album, I'm like, fuck you guys, man. How did, are you hearing something different than what I'm hearing? Like, this sucks. I'm just playing devil's avocado a little bit. That when you start to, and I, I don't know if you've done this, but like, let's say with a podcast or with something, you start to ask the audience, mm -hmm. what do you think about this? Do you have any suggestions? Anything we do better, whatever. The confusion of that makes your work uh, all over the place, don't you think? If you aren't just like your singular vision and if you don't fucking like it, you don't like me, that's why you're the artist. That's why you're doing it. I don't fucking know what you should do. I'm not fucking Kanye, right? Like, you tell me, you do it, show it to me, and I'll fucking tell you if it's good, right? Like, when you start getting so much feedback, I think that's where his, like, fucking manic confusion comes from. Like... You don't need to hear what Debbie has to say about your album I do need in to hear Wisconsin, right? Say, yeah. You want to know? You want to know what Debbie suggestions? What Debbie has for you to yeah. do better on yeah. the podcast? Yeah. Would you get in your head about that? No, because I don't read comments. Um, okay, so that's what but, I'm saying. You don't read them. Why? Because you're just like, I don't. I do what I do. Like, don't make me. Don't get in my head. Don't make me think that maybe people don't like it or whatever. Because that takes away from your artistic, just singular vision. Those are the people that I like sit in a fucking room. They don't talk to anyone and they do their fucking shit. And Maybe. then they put it out. Music is different though. Um, I, I don't know. know. I, well, I'll put it to this way. Okay. So on the other side of this from doing movies all those years, right? There were, there used to be, used to be um, a million test screenings where they would go out to, you know, 15 cities full of people, middle America and be like, what do you think of this? And then you go back and, and so everything is mic'd up. The entire audience is mic'd up, the entire, and there's cameras too. They put cameras on the screen. Uh, if you haven't been to one of those, maybe you didn't know you were being filmed, but you are. Maybe you didn't know they were recording sound, but they are. So what they do is with that, uh, you go back in, sit in the studio, half the screen is your movie, the other half is the audience watching your movie um, with the same track underneath it and everything else. You can hear when the laughs are. You can see the people's faces, laughter, if they don't like something, whatever. Uh, case in point, this is a great one, actually. It was, because um, uh, I've done a bunch of them. I did, uh, I, man, I used to give notes. I used to do all of it for, like, huge movies and shit. Um, one was Pineapple Express. Uh, I sat through that, and, like, the sound is temp-tracked and all that other shit. It was, like, a three-hour cut for that, and it was fucking hilarious. And all I kept thinking to myself was, well, shit, if this is this funny after three hours... Once they chopped this down to, to 2 or 210 or whatever the fuck Judd Apatow's going to do, because let's face it, God forbid he has or ever has a comedy that goes 90 minutes like it's supposed to, um, then I'm like, all right, great. This is going to be the greatest movie of all time. It was an hour 57 minutes, that yeah. film. Yeah, no so shit. They, they didn't chop out much. No, no, they didn't. He never does. Um, but still, it was enjoyable where you were like, oh, shit. Other movies, like I sat in on Miracle, uh, the Kurt Russell movie, um, and it was great. 
three hours and 15 minutes. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, you should take 100, I mean, hour and 45 out of this goddamn thing. Brought her in two hours, whatever, right? So they do it all the time for films. What's the difference with this? The biggest one was uh, Get Out. Uh, there was a, a test audience in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be telling this story. I know it was in Phoenix that this happened. So they give you buzzers too of like, oh, are you happy now? Like, are you happy throughout this movie? Press the buzzer. Press the buzzer if you're getting a good feeling about this. Mm -hmm. It was at a 94 average, I believe, all the way through the movie until the ending. This, the, the real ending of, of Get Out was like super fucking violent and something fucked up. It happened. See, that's what I would have wanted, though. That's what I would have wanted, too. So this <clears> test <throat> audience and them trying <clears throat> to please fucking everybody made the ending meh. People were like pissed off. I'm with you on, on, on that. But they do it all the time. So I, look, I don't mind it in this instance. I want a fucking banger of an album that I can play for a long time because I haven't had one in a long time. Do you know when Kanye was making banger albums? When he wasn't fucking asking anybody what the fuck they thought, <laughs> and he was doing exactly what he fucking no, wanted to no. do. When you lose your mind, Just like saying. The, when you have a mental break, a la Britney Spears, okay, but you're still able to hold it together and make dope shit, you need some guidance at that point, okay? Britney needed Jamie, okay? Okay. Kanye needs some, somebody, somebody out there to tell him, hey, at least he's still like, making music and shit that's dope where you're like, all right, come on, man. Come on, brother. Just give me one more album. Can't and that then just you be one in. badass producer? Why does it have to be the world? I don't know. I don't, but but the, 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 uh, who knows? Who fucking knows? But I don't mind it. He apparently, uh, for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, mm -hmm. he isn't like super big high on it. He said it was made for literally everybody's enjoyment. Like he knew it would, other people would like it. But it's not one of his favorites. Exactly. Yeah. And that was And is that a anybody and people love that? That's regarded as his his masterpiece. Uh, after graduation. That's regarded as one of the greatest albums okay. of all time. And I, I mean I'm pushing graduation, but you're pushing graduation? I'm pushing that I think for sure. I think graduation but that's like arguing between you'll love this as a Stones fan, between like White Album and Sgt. Pepper. Like it's really you yeah. could go either way. Yeah. Uh, well, those are two Beatles albums, Bob. But I know that's I know. I feel like Stones fans don't like the Beatles. Is what I'm saying. I like the Beatles. I, I, Jesse's the only one that doesn't like the Beatles, but um, I think Stones are better. But I'm gonna throw Jesus out there. Jesus is great too, man. Take his mic away. Take his mic. Away. You, no, I'm with you on Jesus. Jesus was Life of Pablo was pretty fucking good. I literally liked everything before the Jesus shit, the gospel, and even the gospel mm -hmm. stuff. In the beginning, some of it was pretty fucking good. The direction that he was going and telling yeah. everybody to fuck themselves, that's the fucking shit I liked. Yeah. But again, it gets kind of convoluted and he gets so much input and now it's some whatever. I love the mask over the thing and the bulletproof mm -hmm. vest and the high heeled boots. Like yeah. that fucking shit is crazy. But I just want a direct like I want a direction sure. from him. Right. So so like I was saying with the choir albums, it's like it was a direction. You can understand it. It yeah. was weird as shit, but you knew where he was going. This shit, I literally have no idea. Well, what's look, going if, it, on. if it's on Apple TV on Thursday night, I'll be watching it from the comfort of my ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash trigger bros. James, uh, come on. Labor Day sale. It's in effect. Fuck you, dude. Me? Yeah, you. Jesse, you know why? Why? I asked you one simple thing last night. Can you can you use the remote to get the bed up on the adjustable base? And you were like, no. I no, won't bro, do it was that. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, dude. I get up at six. I needed it. I needed it. 
You, hid, you hid the room. remote. She hid the remote on the adjustable base. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. Because you're trying to fucking start documentaries at 11 o'clock at night, bro. <laughs> what did I start last? No, it was 10. What did I start last night? It was 10. You want to tell them when I started? Val. Yes, the Val Kilmer doc. And you were a sweetie pie. You said, you know what? I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I turned it off because I was like, this is too good. I'll, I'll wait. Because he, whatever, documented his entire life. Either way, I need that fucking ghost bed jacked up, brother. Once you have that adjustable base, you can't go back. I'm sorry, you can't. And if that sounds too rich for you, sorry. That's why they got a fucking 40% off sale. So go there. Get a mattress, get the adjustable base, get the pillows, sheets, everything. Zero down, zero interest if you have decent credits. If you don't live in the fucking streets like a hobo, uh, you can do that. And then uh, you can tell your lover to fuck off if she won't jack up the, the remote on that. As always, they got 30% off for the rest of the, the shits in there. Uh, all you do is type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout and you're good to go. And now they still got the free, the two free pillows with a free mattress option right now. They get everything going on at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Couple all those deals together. Get that fucking sale. Uh, next up, we got cardomax.com. Promo code Nooners. You get 30% off your next four orders. I'm going to need that this afternoon. We got a few more shows today. And we're and, drinking uh, whiskey for Charlie already. We're going to need to. Uh, Man, it still hasn't really set in. It just still seems like you were lying when you said that. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode on the way home. Look, this is a classic case of, like, kill the messenger because you're so mad at me. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad in general. Uh, oof. What a downer. Sorry. Uh, everyone was talking about it. There's family members I was okay with losing rather than Charlie Watts, but... Um. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, it's Ricardo Max today. Thank you, Sean Matson, for this. Brother. Brother. It's just a little pouch, dude. You get 15 in each bag. Um, so you're good to go. That's uh, pink lemonade and the blue raspberry are my faves. My faves. Um, very good. Very good. Uh, and they'll, they'll get you all jacked up the rest of the day. I'll be taking right up rectally today, right to the butthole. Putting some, squeezing some of that right in my, my, my anus and getting going. You're going to suck it, in, soak it in a... Soak in a tampon mm-hmm. and slide that right it. in the old... Not my, suck it, my, soak my, it. My buttholes will suck it. Right. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome, Cardo Max, Cardo for Max everything we do Dot com, owned and operated by former Navy SEAL Sean Matson, uh, former CEO of Strikeforce. Uh, it's their new joint they got going on. Cardomax.com, promo code Nooners. 30% off your next four orders. Go. Four orders and in promo code Nooners ago, we got four bags for 30% off. Next up, we got a new one, Jabes. We do. Let's go. What is it? Tell the people. New to this, but true to this. Yeah. Quip. Mm-hmm. Quip toothbrush. You guys have heard them on podcasts. Well, I've heard them on podcasts since the beginning of podcasts. They know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Um, they, have, they are electric toothbrush, right? Yep. But they look super sleek. Um, they have smart motors. Um, we have, I got a rose gold one. You have like a granite one. And yep. then they have them for the kids as well. They do replacement brushes. They give you perks. So if you actually like brush when you're supposed to, you'll mm-hmm. get perks yep. and rewards, which is like good for the kids. I mean, yes, they and, don't and really get whatever. It's yeah. rewards for us, for but us. it's fun to kind of get them in on the 
hey, if you brush your teeth, we're going to get some whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get some perks from Quip. Yeah. Uh, great company. Um, if you sign up for subscription, obviously you're going to be getting just replacement heads, which you should be replacing your yes, you should. head of your toothbrush. Yeah. Like, it's something crazy, like every couple of weeks, whereas... Most people don't, but they will keep you on that schedule. You know what's weird? So you don't have to think about it. it, it uh, a toothbrush head is the same to me of like a pillow, where if you pull back that pillowcase and see how disgusting you are as a human of what that pillow actually looks like, you're disgusting. Go home and look at the head of your toothbrush. You're disgusting, and you should probably throw that out and get a new one. That's what this does here. Right. So um, They also have... Everything you need, basically, for your mouth. You always make fun of my baby teeth, and you have your... Adult teeth? Your big adult yeah. pearlies. Um, they have toothbrush, or they have toothpaste, watermelon, uh -huh. mint, really good for your teeth, gum, um, all different kinds of things, floss, just to keep... They're, they're everything you need for your oral hygiene. Looks good, easy to travel. Just yeah. makes you look like you're, you've got your shit together. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, start getting your rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash nooners right now and save $10 on a Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush. That is $10 off a Smart Electric Toothbrush at getquip. That is Q-U-I-P.com slash nooners. Um, and I'll spell that one more time for you. It is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash nooners. Quip. The, the Good, good Habits, Habits Company. Company. So the smart motor, just really quick, you you hook up to your Bluetooth, so it's like a Bluetooth brush, yeah. and then you can track everything on the app, which I know you love, but for reals, I actually do love it. So Yeah, dude. Your toothbrush is connected to your phone. Yeah. Guys, I mean, yeah. come on. Now everything's pouring in. Uh, right after somebody dies, like all the tributes pour in. You're like, God oh, sure. damn it, dude. Sure. Uh, the fucking guy from Jeopardy, by the way, is out of there. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Mike okay. Richards. God. Mike Richards. Mahatma. Gandhi. He's out. Not right. a big shock. People were pissed, and we knew that they would come for them. You just know it now. Like, you feel it in the air where you're like, uh, is, that a, is, that, is that a bad decision? Is that somebody we can cancel if we dig hard enough? What I don't understand is how he didn't see the optics or anyone around I, him see I, the I, optics of... The white guy that's the executive producer trying out all these people from women, black people, whatever, and then choosing himself. Like, who around him wasn't like, uh, I kind of feel like people are going to feel weird about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it, man. And no, they just let it go through. And you're like, hmm, let's see. I'm the executive producer. I'm supposed to have done this search fairly and honestly for a long time. And then I picked myself. Right. Ah, so what I heard, me. too, is that he sent in the so he, you have to send in the sample videos so that they can choose. And so he was the one that was choosing the sample videos that were going in. So, like, did he pick the best one of everybody else? Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then. Basically, what came out is, look, if it was just his podcast, which he had a podcast called Randoms that he did with a girl friend of his, and it was it's literally the tamest thing ever compared to you and I. So I can kiss any dream of a morning show host, like kiss it goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I've made that choice, right? Sure. So he did it for a couple of years, maybe one year, I think, 2013 to 14. Okay. And it was just them kind of talking shit. They were talking about sending nudes and you know what I mean? Like what a booth bitch is or a booth slut or whatever. Just that kind of stuff. What's a booth slut? So, you know, when you go to these either car shows, car shows oh, or yeah. even like horse. What is the one that we shot show, you know, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. the girls that are in Gun the booth that are, yeah. yeah, they just are there yeah. to look hot. They get yeah. paid to look hot. They know that they're getting paid to look hot. Like everyone knows the deal, including yep. them. So it's not super weird for someone to talk about them in yeah. that way. We maybe couldn't have said booth slut, right? But Well, I, look, I, we had uh, the drink whores um, at our bars. So they would come in once a week. These drink whores would come in with whatever their new liquor was. Yeah, that they were pushing. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. serve this free to the thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just like everybody tried to fuck them. And it was just, you sure. know. Sure. Drink they horse. knew the deal. You knew the deal. Yeah. Everyone knows the deal and they get yeah. paid for the whatever. Um, so now it looks like Mayan Bialik is. Maya. A Maria. Maria. And which she's a, she's kind of problematic in her own way, but. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't believe in vaccinations for her children. Right. Right. That's it. She wrote a yes, book. No, I know. She wrote a book about it. Yeah. So yeah, let's get her on there. Let's get me on block. Not to mention on she there. was like, it's weird to me that they were mad about Mike Richards' comments when Maya and Bialik, and maybe she walked it back, but she was like, look, I know Me Too's good, but like some of you ladies were asking for it the way you were dressed. Yeah. Yes, because she is cover up. Yeah. It, 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 she has said it. I'm sorry. I'm, whatever. I think she's a I Jehovah's she, Witness. No. Is it? I think she's Jewish. Look up. Uh, I don't know. She's one of them. So, but anyway, she doesn't, she has to wear like long sleeves and stuff up to her neck like so that's so that was in the show if you notice like in i just thought it was Big because Bane. she was frumpy no ah. so she doesn't show there's a certain oh, amount of she's, skin yeah she's pretty uh uh stu- yeah she's pretty conservatively jewish yeah uh she's so, not, i would say on the level of like ben shapiro not like hasidic like brooklyn like hyper observant jewish person right mm. but part of that cover-up thing is in look the her, religion. Look it up. Look it I'm up, sounding up. really dumb right now, but anyway. She says she's uh, modern Orthodox. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and she's like modern, clearly... Modern Orthodox Jew? Yeah. Okay. And so she's clearly like does all of those things, so cannot show any... Which is fine. That's your religion, right? But then I have heard her kind of shame other women that don't do that, which is like... Like you for showing damn titties today? Yeah, the danglers are out. Yeah. She would be like, uh, well, if something happens to you, it's your fault. Right. So she's had some comments and some things in the past, but it's interesting that his comments were anti-Semitic and against women. Sure. And now she's... Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange one. I don't know why they picked her in the first place. I didn't just think it was a good choice anyways. Well, I mean, she's really smart. She's actually like a fucking scientist. And that's fine. Sure. It's just the vibe of Jeopardy needs to be more NPR-ish to me and calming, soothing. Uh, like right. LeVar Burton. Uh, again, LeVar Burton. I know. I, just, I don't know so what stupid. he did. I don't either. Did there he must rape be, a kid? I don't like, know. What happened there? Because oh, there's, there's a fun part about that, too. Please. Uh, Mike Richards allegedly, according to the reporting, purposefully uh, limited LeVar Burton's appearances by make, by only telling him he, they could do it like during X time. Oh, yeah. A scheduling conf- and it was like a kind of a scheduling conflict with him, so he could only do a certain amount of episodes. 
And then he also, that during that time that they did slot him was during the Olympics, so his ratings were lower. Mm-hmm. Ah. And I think, yeah, wow. and I think he had to do, and I think he had wow. to do all his shows in one day, and the other people were able to come in like this week, and then like have a week in between, and come in and do another show, and be fresh, and like whatever, have good slots, and. Yeesh. You know, this Mike Richards guy, look, he's still the executive producer. Like, no, it's, no, nothing yeah. lost for Fuck him. him. Isn't it? It's fucking crazy to me, though, that the lead in everything I saw wasn't all of that corporate subterfuge. It was his, his jokes. Yeah, I need, yeah. My, I need my Jeopardy host to be able to roast the contestants when they, tell, they talk about their lives. Yeah. Yes, Trebek, and it was so subtle, weirdly like <laughs> passive aggressive, condescending, which is what you want, right? Yeah. Sometimes it was on the nose. It was like, uh, oh, straight up, like you're fucking dumb. Ah. Yeah, like there was a girl talking about like her hobby, and he, and so he's like, so losers. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. It was like door, like she did like larping or something. And he's like, oh, so you're losers, huh? Yeah, you're fucking losers. And by the hey. way, if nobody, if anybody thinks that Trebek didn't talk about women in a certain way he was a boozer he was a partier he was in the fucking scene like he is a a good guy and you know was married for a long time and all of that but like if you don't think there isn't i know there's not recordings of it but if if you don't think trebek sat around with somebody and talked about a woman a woman in a degrading way you're fucking out of your mind yeah and when i hear the, the term old tweets old tweets who among us doesn't have an old tweet i don't but anyone that has twitter has fucking old tweets right yeah no so look that guy didn't deserve to be there anyways he's out of there no Uh, he's is now in there and uh i don't give a fuck about her and i heard some awful things about her on blossom i heard that girl her co-star her name was originally supposed to be one she was like no that's that's too close to being great you need to be six oh really yeah so i heard you would always make fun of her like uh, weird arms and torso her like midget yeah t- torso yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i don't know the real answer there I'm not, I'm not into it if you're gonna get anybody from blossom you should have gotten joey lawrence he's a fun flirty guy yeah i don't think they were just specifically looking for people from, from blossom. blossom they should have <laughs> i think it was just kind of half of our way yeah or she was in the family what is it Hashtag ABC bring back six dude what does six look like now, Bob? Can you pull up a recent picture of six? I feel like from every year we do this, which is good. I like it to be. Yeah, a, we want to remember her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to just talk about people after they die. You want to remember remember them while they live. Sure. Okay. Sure. Which is what I've done with with the Rolling Stones and Charlie Watts mm-hmm. today. So, uh, what does she look like now? Yeah, pop that up. Okay. Uh, literally the exact what same. What up, girl? <laughs> Except she's got a drink in her hand instead of a and a clear nose job. Well, whatever. You think? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. She didn't get a lot taken off if Drink, she did. Drinking rosé <laughs> through a straw. <laughs> yeah, bitch. She must be doing an interview. Get it, bitch. Get it, bitch. Get Don't mess up that lamp stack. Um, you can tell that the arms are still quite midget-like. Good for her. I believe it's called midgetized, Jesse. So if I don't you even could think nuts. I can say midget. No, you can't. But at this yeah. point, since I've kissed any hosting job goodbye. Yeah. Guess what? You're not, you're not going to be on Wheel of Fortune turning runners, bitch. Dude, I'm not <laughs> going to be on anything. They're trying to get, you know, they're trying to cancel Sajak right now. For what? Uh, Old tweets? No. He's, he's been just fucking going off the rails on the show, like saying weird shit to contestants. And they want to get him out of there. Um, <laughs> Dude, dead, that'll dead make me serious, fucking watch it. 
I, I know it's gotten really funny like where he just doesn't care where you're just like oh you're are you definitely trying to get fired i like it and it's really fun to watch but um yeah, i'm gonna type in the the old sage act dude uh <laughs> chris hardwick would be great they someone said somebody's saying on here that pat sajak's pre-wheel of fortune career involved government secrets he was in vietnam i know that i wrote an entire film about him i got purchased by fox um oh, it's funny it was called searching for sajak it was a great it was a great one i really enjoyed it he said no and didn't do it and killed the whole project super strange he said i'm more than wheel of fortune that was the exact quote I heard. Well, we're about to find out. People, we are. We're about to find out how much more than we Wheel of Fortune you are. <laughs> um, I didn't know it was on Netflix. It says it's on Netflix. What? Um, yeah. Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Yeah, so is Jeopardy, but the is older it really? ones. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, shit. Um, and then his, his son just graduated from medical school. Congratulations to him. You know, pumping out doctors out of those balls. You know, out of um, the wheel of fortune balls, pumping out a doctor into the world. Sure, sure. So, good on him. Good on him. Good on Sajak, you know? Um, so, I have a little, I have like a mini crime corner. Ooh, why is it a mini one? Is it involved Because a, Bob and I have a pretty a crazy person? one for Thursday. Okay. That we're going to do with pictures and everything uh -huh. but i thought this was funny um so florida school worker calls kids half breeds in hateful rant placed on leave so this kind of story goes along with like why i wanted to move in the country in the first place like you can't pick your neighbors you know when you're in a neighborhood some shit sure. can just fucking be terrorizing so a florida school employee was placed on administrative leave wednesday after she was caught calling children half breeds and retards um the woman, Sean, really? Sean, man. <laughs> High tower Sean up there, dude. Re retard, man. and Sean's laughing. Farts, butts, Sean. vaginas. Yeah. See? Taints. That's how we get Sean up there. Taints, boobs. Classic Cowboys fan. <laughs> Anyways, the woman identified as Patricia Schmidt. Uh, could be seen on a video in unleashing a hateful tirade against a woman and her children. As a result, she's leaving her job. So anyways, she, a mother was reportedly walking down the street with her children when she became subject to Smith, Schmidt's verbal attacks from her car in a Kings Lake neighborhood of East Naples. So in Florida, obviously. But um, the neighbors say that Pat, I'll call her Pat Schmidt, uh, believed that they were trespassing and was like, your, your son must be special ed. He's, re he's a retard. Your son is a retard. I got the video. You oh, do? Great. Pull that up. Pull uh, that triggering. Up. Just uh, trigger warning. Mm, is it? Is it? All right, here we go. You can't afford to live in Kings Lake. You're white trash Lakewood. Yikes. Ah. The woman behind the wheel of that car yelled, "Raise your county!" Wow, white trash. You must not. You can't. You can't be. You. You are something about you can't, can't live in this neighborhood, right? Like, what are you doing here? Because yeah, you're no, white I heard trash. It. I heard yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, but when they talk to the neighbors, there's, she's a problematic. Do you know what I mean? In the neighborhood. Uh -huh. She puts spotlights on the house and verbally abuses people. Um, 
it was not pleasant uh, for anyone. Uh, oh, so this one guy, his mom lived in the neighborhood and she was the neighbor. And uh, this Pat lady would spotlight the house, verbally abuse her. And his mother that lived next to her said it was not pleasant for her. It was basically, well, it ended up killing her. So it was like hell. Ah. So he's blaming Schmidt yeah. for the death of, death of his mom. I, I would say. Because of how hard it was to deal with her. I would say. So that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of hope that maybe at this point it will bring a point out, you know. But look, the, it's gone now to the Homeowners Association. And as we know, what's going to happen with that? The HOA is, yeah. Yeah, but what can you do? You can't. Can you kick someone out of their neighborhood house of their neighborhood from an uh, HOA? I don't know. Not That's really. A great question. I mean, I'm sure there's no. something if you're like that disruptive. I guess. But to get someone out of a house that they own, pretty hard to do. Pretty hard to do. Yeah. Pretty hard so to do. you're going to be dealing with Pat Schmidt in this neighborhood. Pat Schmidt. Pat Schmidt. Yeah. I like to say it real fast and combined. Pat Schmidt. Pat Schmidt. Yeah. You're going to be dealing with Pat Schmidt for a while. Oof. And this is what is going to go on if you're walking down the street with your kids. To me, you know, I, it would make things a little interesting. Yeah. Neighborhoods can be quite boring. Yeah. When you do have like a crazy neighbor, it's at least something to talk about. Right? Yeah. Bring everyone together. Everybody can talk about, uh, what's her name? Patchment. Yeah, Patchment. For yeah. A while. Oh, Patchment. Uh, there was right. one around our neighborhood for a second. So there was the new neighborhood that we live in now. There was a okay. lady that would come through. And if you had lights on or anything in your house, she would leave a note in your mailbox talking about her uh, sensitivity to elect like microwaves, whatever. Electro, oh, whatever. Very uh, better call Saul. Yes. So mm. it was that exact thing. So she would leave a note in people's mailboxes. And like when I first moved in the neighborhood, I was like, fuck, I want, I want a note, right? Like I want that note to be in my mailbox and I want to read it. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it makes life fucking interesting, these crazy people. It does. Because then you're talking wanna, to your neighbors about it. Yeah, but I don't want to live by them, you know? So she didn't live in the actual neighborhood. It was the one behind. Ah. But she could feel the electric. Why was she walking in the neighborhood then, you know? She wasn't. She could feel them in her house, and so she would go to where the house was. She would drive to where the house was. Very nice. That she could see all the lights on or some kind of something that she felt like was affecting her. Oh, and shit. Would, I remember uh, one of my neighbors, uh, one of our neighbors told us. Uh, they got the note. Yeah, they got a note. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. Try hard enough and believe in yourself. You can do anything in this world. Well, you know, I try and leave all this stuff on, just yeah. in general. Just to do it. You know that. Uh, yeah, you do. You know I love to leave a, leave a lamp on. Yeah, you'll leave the light on. <laughs> uh, Bob, go to uh, Paul McCartney's Instagram right now. Uh, he made a video for Charlie Watts. Uh, I can't hear it, obviously, because... Um... What do you guys do there together? The two of you guys. What? I don't know. Bob was going to the other computer, and then he had to get right, a circle back to the other one. Dan didn't want him to look it up on this one. Dan? Yeah, internal squabblings. Okay. You hear about Charlie oh, Watts, the Stones drummer? Dying. Um, he was a lovely guy, and um, I, I knew he was ill, but I didn't know uh, he was this ill. So, uh, lots of love to his family, 
um, his wife and kids and his extended family and uh, condolences to the Stones. This would be a huge blow to them because Charlie was a rock um, and a fantastic drummer, steady as a rock. Anyway, so love, love you, Charlie. I always loved you, beautiful man, and great condolences and sympathies to his family. So sad to hear about. All right. Heartfelt. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Pretty heartfelt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, cause I always wondered when we watched it, that uh, McCartney doc, that's why I wanted to play this. Uh -huh. When we watched that McCartney doc on Hulu recently that just came out with uh, Rick Rubin, the one question that was unanswered out of all of it, and, and it was a great doc, it was only one that I wanted, was like, what, what were your real feelings about the Rolling Stones? I was surprised when this popped up in my feed of like, oh, Paul McCartney has made a statement immediately, and I was like... Because I don't think they have a feud. I think it's the fans... That do? Gotcha. Yes, because yeah. just in general, we all like to be on, like, tribes and sides, right? But they have played together, hung out together. Don't they don't. They don't like... They like each other. They I'm, have to. There's I'm no fucking way. I'm not sure. All of his stories when he was going to hang out with people were with other people, never the Stones. And I was like, all right, well. It's okay that they're not, like, super close, but no, I don't but think they hate each other. It's weird, because you, you said England's pretty fucking small, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's weird. That's all. Two biggest bands in the world of all time. You were like, ah, oh, that's weird. They don't ever seen each other. Yeah, they were busy. They didn't ever saw each other in this tiny country they lived in. What was the first major Rolling Stones album? Like the first one that like really blew them up? <sighs> you got to go back to 65, I would believe. Okay. I was wondering just how much overlap they had. Because the Beatles were done by 70. Yeah, they were, they were done yeah. by 70. And yeah. I feel like the Rolling Stones really like got epically huge in the 70s like they were huge, big in the 60s but i feel like what sticky fingers let it bleed let it bleed 69 but like 69 but uh okay get your rocks off um, it's only rock and roll those are all 70s yeah uh, yeah that's true probably hang on i i think the first album was in 65 if memory their, serves me their correctly. first album was 64 but i was just yeah, wondering when they close. actually like exploded right so like the beatles were and i think they've even talked about the beatles being like an inspiration for them because they broke first before yes. the Rolling Stones. 100%. And then when the Rolling Stones came on the scene, the Beatles at that point had influenced enough people that it was like, cool, another yeah. shaggy-haired British band coming over. Right. And they may have, when they were young, been a little threatened because young dudes get fucking threatened, right? But I'm sure, sure at a certain point, past their 30s or something, they're like, all right, we're cool, Right. Maybe. Like, I don't, I don't see these grown men, like... I don't know. Having a real feud. <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Um, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, the 63 through 65. Hello? Not many of these were famous. Uh, so, yeah. Who do you got there, James? Yes, who is this? Ooh, who do you got, James? Put him on speaker. Oh, <laughs> that one's real. I'll pay that. I'll pay that. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted it to be someone no, I could mess with. No, you couldn't, Jabes, you know? No, because I'm actually an outlaw. But the way that that thing came through, shaky and quivery like that. It was perfect. It was from Spectrum, right? Havana Syndrome. And Havana Syndrome right there. 
Yeah, did you hear it, it like that, or Charlie was it just crossing me? crossing over. No, yeah. that was definitely oh. all fucked up. Yeah, that's why I answered. I thought it was Charlie. <laughs> yeah. This is a thing where it's just like, man, what are we doing? Fuck, dude. Let's bring that girl in for a seance then Sunday night. Giorgio's girlfriend. Does she do that? Uh, seance? Yeah, does she do that type of shit? No, she doesn't channel spirits. No. <laughs> I like how quick you said that. Yeah, because they're totally different. you guys have had the conversation. They're totally different. We've had lots of conversations. Has, have you we had that conversation? We've had lots of conversations. They've been together for three weeks. They've talked a couple times. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Three and a half weeks. Exactly. Three and a half, sorry. Yeah, Oh, Jessie. happy three and a half week anniversary. What'd you get him? What did you get him for his three and a half I week I know, I got him a three-tiered cake. And I'll be wearing a gown <laughs> for your party. Do you want to come in for that fight on Sunday night? Of course. I mean, I, I, I should, I guess. Yeah, it'll be fun. If you want me to. Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul um, versus, you don't need to be a, uh, uh, a real, like, uh, knowledgeable sports personality for that. I never have been. Because it's Jake Paul. And he's gonna he's gonna beat up a real fucking person in the MMA. Like, what is again, the itinerary the for second, that? Second time in a row. Who's gonna be here? What's the deal? Um, I think it's. I think they did it a little earlier than they did the last one, just because it's Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night is still fucking weird to me, but uh, it is what it is. So I believe the festivities kick off at right around seven Eastern. Um, okay. I think the undercards start then. So that'll probably be 10, 10.30 for the main card. And that's East Coast. So for us, it'll probably be 9, 9.30. Chaps. Yeah. Hey, when you guys covered it from here last time, what time did that start up for Logan Paul versus Mayweather? Uh, well, right now it's saying 8 p.m. Eastern, so 7 here. So, oh, 7 here to start the undercard? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, eesh, shit, that might pop off at like 11. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it, it'll be fun regardless because Jake Paul's going to win and um, everybody's going to have to hear about that for forever. So I'm super amped about it. Giorgio and I had a bet yesterday. I'm going to run this by you here live on air, which I said I would okay. to close the show. Okay. I said, because Giorgio's picking Tyron Woodley, the MMA guy. Okay. Um, I'm picking Jake Paul. Okay. I've gone all in. Controversial. Yeah, I've gone all in on this. Mm-hmm. Not really. Jake Paul is actually a two to one favorite in this. So. Are you guys all weighing in? Yeah, we already did. So, uh, Hot Bob Dan and Giorgio fit? each have Woodley. We both Woodley went to our school. Okay. okay. Yeah, he went, went to Woodley. Mizzou. He went to Mizzou. Dan has Delco's got uh, Jake Paul. I've got Jake Paul, and then so does uh, Anthony. Anthony Holloway's got uh, okay. Jake Paul as well. So it's three two here on our panel. Um, he said, "Look, we should have a tattoo bet, um, and if." I lose, I've got to get I Love Chrissy Teigen tattooed on my body. If, if, uh, if Giorgio loses, he has to get I Love Jake Paul tattooed on his body. So, oh, just I told the him. Words? I just said, well, the initial bet was a, a, a portrait. Face, a portrait. Yeah, a yeah. Face, yeah. I feel like yeah. the words are a little bit more realistic if we want to like really get this Mm-mm. going. Words hurt. Uh-uh. Words uh-uh. hurt. You need a picture oh god you need a shaded like ghetto ass 100 percent, or else this whole company's a sham so you want this so what if i lose and you have to stare at a picture of chrissy teigen every single day of your life well where would it be because there's a couple places i don't ever stare on you my b-hole 
You could put it right on your b-hole. And you want it maybe to, a winky eye. Yeah, like give her the. So it could be the eye that that winks, you know, and that's a fun thing. Or you could do it on your back, like a shoulder. Oh God! What about a face tat? <laughs> Just her face. Her face shaded Christy on top Tegan's of his face. Tegan's face shaded over my face. Oh my God! Um, you, you could do it. On I'm the... surprised it hasn't been done. Some some asshole, like tattooing fucking. Canal Reeves, Keanu Reeves to their fucking faces, you know? I'm going to get Canal. Oh, here's what. Can I be in on it and get a Frasier? A B Frasier? <laughs> the okay. cowboy hat one. A like little it. fatter. All along here, just standing up like this. What? No, I don't want to see you with that. That's the thing. So I don't want to see that on you. All right. Realistically, how about um, I get a tattoo that says, I wish I was a book eye. Or, a Buckeye? Yeah, or Ross gets a tattoo that says Honorary Tiger. I'll do Honorary Tiger. Yeah. I'll do Honorary Tiger. Yeah. But that, okay. What? But that what? Is that too light? Well, that's like our kids' school, so like... Oh, is it really? It I would work. Dripping, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about M-I-Z? Yeah, I like that. M-I-Z. Look, I'm, I'm also assuming we'll probably be canceled at some points. So I don't even know if we'll go to that school. We'll find out, you know? Let's let's not be too sure here. I, I've still got a couple more shows today after a half glass of whiskey, so we'll find out. Yeah, it and looks we might like, not even be on by the end of the day. Yeah, it looks like the guys are standing up. Like we need to get get moving. Get moving. Do you guys? When's your next? I don't know. Oh no, uh, I can tell the audience actually. No, we're good. Yeah, you know, we've uh, so our Wednesday? next show. Um, are we live with that today? Yeah, yeah. Um, our next show on Drinking Bros this afternoon is uh, Mark Norman actually, who's fucking oh, hilarious, he's awesome. dude. Um, so he's and he'll great. talk about fucking anything. Actually. Yeah, he'll anything. So it, that shit's gonna be wild. And that's in an hour. That's at two. And that's a hard. That's usually a hard two-ish, two o five. Like people have outs on that shit when they're on Zoom. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're all in for that. That's gonna be rad. Um, man, R.I.P. Charlie Watts. That fucking sucks, dude. Uh, damn it, man. Listen to the Stones tonight. You know. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna continue this tour now. I, I think they definitely will, right? They like they already replaced him. Yes. The Stones is a corporation at but this But they point. <laughs> look. It's, it's been not him, just... Ron Wood, Keith Richards and you know, the there's been a couple that have died. Well, Brian Jones, but um he was out at that point. Brian yeah. Jonestown Fuck, Massacre, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for being with us, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a review. That's all anybody cares about in this world and or life, uh, as far as advertisers and everybody else is concerned. So do it. Just please do it. Jabes, you look lovely. Thank you. Yeah. I got one thing going for me. Yeah, goddamn right you do. You're sexy. Thank you. And, uh, and I appreciate that, you know. For Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. the Jables, is the revolution... Buenos tardes, everyone. Good afternoon.